outro music. What? The garbage will do. Wow. Look at that. That was awesome. Intro music. We have intro music. We sure do. That was really something else. That was right amazing. There. I got to do a shout out to that one. That uh, that was done probably in about 25, 30 minutes this morning uh, in bed right when I woke up. I just had uh, an epiphany. I needed to do something. And my wife, Pagan. And what were you wearing in bed? Uh, What was that? I think it was a Star Wars shirt, I'm sure. <laughs> Not a whole lot. I don't know. I don't know, man. But I don't know. Uh, but my Are wife helped saying? me out with that, Pagan. She was like, she started out and she was like listening. She was like, this this seems like a silly idea, Nick. And then all of a sudden she was like leaning in, helping me out. She was like, wait, I have a better idea. Let's try this. And she, I mean, she did make it better. And you are 100% right. So that is our intro music for at least this time. Um, and this is episode two. Episode two. Episode two of Banter, Beskar, and Bantha Milk, a That's Mandalorian right. podcast. Uh, speaking of episode two, would you say episode two is the worst of the nine episodes? <sighs> That's tough. That's a tough one, right? I don't know. I Because, yeah, a lot of the times in that in that movie I am having a hard time watching, but Yoda takes a lightsaber out for the first time in that movie. He does. I mean... It, is, is episode two... Refresh my memory. The episode one... It's the clone, the Attack of the Clones. Is that when Anakin just goes into the... Uh, into the... Into the Sand People Village. Sand People Village not, and just annihilates all of them? Not just the men. Everybody. But the women. The women. And the children. And the ch- that was the best part. Other than Yoda coming out with a lightsaber and just being a total BA and just crushing it. That was my favorite part of the of the movie because that I, was the part when finally Anakin is like, ah, oh, I've had enough. And he just like loses his stuff. Yeah. And I was like, this is awesome. It was awesome. And Yoda was awesome. I, I got to tell you, I'm looking up what year it came out because I don't even remember right here. Do you remember? 2002. I guess in 2002, I was 15. 15 year old me went nuts okay. in the movie theater when Yoda picked up that thing. Yes. But I will, I will tell you, I remember the, uh, the uh, trailers you got to see Anakin with two lightsabers. I was stoked. I was pumped. I was so excited to get to that scene. And he like fights for four seconds with two lightsabers before right. Dooku's like, nah. Yeah. And he chops off enough. his arm. Yeah. I've had enough. That was kind of a bummer. But anyway, I digress. We are banter Beskar and Bantha Milk. Now, I, it is Beskar. We Beskar. Did, we got a couple notes from last episode, right? So we do want to make sure we, we clear the air here. Uh, Mr. Bacon out there, thank you so much, Mr. Bacon. He uh, pointed out to me that it is Beskar. Beskar. Right? And since it's Not a part... Right. And we were saying Besker. Yeah, which is, you know... Beskar. So we have to make sure we say it correctly since sure. it is our title. That's true. You That's think true. we'd, uh, you know, we'll know how to say our own title of our own show, but... Uh, you would think so, but... It was only episode one. And you might have heard we actually have a live audience. Second second episode and we already have second a live audience. Second episode in front of a live audience. This it's a little nerve-wracking. Yeah. So let's see if the live audience... Uh, Oh, I see the applause light is on. That's right. There it is. Wow. There All we right. go. There's our live audience. It's that amazing. Is. All right. Yeah. So who's who's in our live audience? Uh, well, there's a lot of people, but we we have one very important person. Somebody. Uh, this child. Her name is Cameron. She's a huge Star Wars fan. Yeah. Local celebrity now. Local celebrity. Because she's going to be all over. Yep. All over the podcastosphere. The podcast. Oh, also all over the Instagram world. Yeah. So, so speaking of all of that, we are in a lot of new places. You new can, places. You can find us. 
We got we got a little crazy with social media. So if you want to find us outside of listening, which I know you do, you want to join the almost dozens of people who follow us right now. Dozens. We are all sorts of places. You can find us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Bantha Milk Podcast. We actually have over 100 followers there now. 100 followers. That's and pretty great. ironically, between the two of us, Nick and I only have 95 Facebook accounts. Yeah, that's it. So that's it. So there's, there's at least five people five out there listening to us, man. Us. That's crazy. This is awesome, yeah. Uh, we're also on Instagram. There are We have 23 followers on Instagram. 23 followers on Instagram. And it's much harder to make multiple accounts on Instagram. So they're probably all legit. Yeah, yeah. And we're almost at two dozen followers. And now we we are also on Twitter. What's the Instagram handle? Oh, yeah, I guess I should say. It is Bantha Milk Podcast. We are Instagram, Bantha Milk Podcast. Bantha Milk Podcast. Um, And on Twitter, Twitter. where we have five whole followers. Count them on your fingers. One, two, three, four, five. I don't think I even followed us yet on Twitter. I have to do that. (laughs) Get on it. Uh, We are at Bantha Milk on Twitter. At um, Bantha Milk. Which I'm amazed we got that name. That is awesome. Like I'm amazed that that name was not taken on Twitter by now, but that is kind of crazy. Um, and of course, you can catch us pretty much anywhere you get um, and podcasts. E- oh, don't forget! Wait, email us. Right, man. email us all of your complaints. Yeah, and and please do. We've got a lot of corrections. We are we Bantha have... Milk Podcast at gmail dot com. So everything that we say and do wrong, please let us know. That way, we know you're listening. Yeah, yeah, we love it when people listen to us. That's kind of the point of this, right? Um, and 20, we're up to twenty three followers now. Our our, live our studio, studio audience, audience has followed has us. Followed us as well. Wow. Wow, we're, we're really getting up there, i got to tell you. <laughs> um, uh, my buddy Matt, uh, who I went to college with last time, had pointed out there were some issues getting uh, getting us up on all of the different uh, platforms last time. Uh, but you can catch us on Anchor. You can catch us on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, which is a little tricky. Hopefully, it'll update a little faster this week. Um, but it might take a second on Google Podcasts. Stitcher's a new one. We're on Stitcher, Stitcher. for all your Stitcher users. Stitcher. Um, so yeah, we're we're a lot of different places. We're gonna we're gonna keep doing this until until we don't. Until we don't. Uh, we're having fun doing it. We hopefully, have all this fancy equipment, and we we're the only two that use it. So what the heck? Why not? Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Why not? Oh, I'm sorry. The live studio audience pretends to use it all the time. That's so. true. At least it's, it's, if we don't use it, it's a great toy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, of these, you know, hundred or so followers, I'm willing to bet a lot of you know us personally. We love you. Please tell your friends. We want to get some people who don't know us personally listening as well. Not that we don't, not that we don't love the love. But we want to spread the love. We spread the love. Spread the love. Spread the love. So let's get into some uh, some Star Wars. First of all, we got to get into our drink first. We'll first, get to corrections in a drink. second. But obviously, this is Banter, Beskar, and Bantha Milk. We bantha need the Bantha Milk. milk. Last now, week, we had actual Bantha bantha Milk on the last episode. It we did. Bad. We did. It was pretty good. It was uh, it was an adventure. We we had a little mishap, a little with, mishap. The, with the vanilla. But this time, we've got uh, a pretty interesting looking set of liquids in front of us. We are going to be having what's called Greedo's Last Drink. Greedo's. Last it's drink. a thematic thing here. You yes. will see how it ties in. Uh, so I've got a couple bottles in front of me. We've got some Midori, which I have never even seen until today. I've heard of Midori. It looks nuclear. Yeah, it this is thing so is like if you've ever seen in like any movie where there's this radioactive MacGuffin that needs to go from one place to another, this is that. They probably use Midori for yeah. it. Yeah, like in, in Solo. What was it? The hyperspace fluid that they, yes. were, they were smuggling? That's what this is. That's so I've never it smelled is. it. Let's see. So if you check, if you watch... Ooh. In the background, you can actually see Chewie drinking it, and now you know why you saw Chewie drinking it, because it was actually this Midori, which is yeah. very... I just took great. a whiff of it, man. It is... It's something. It's a melon liqueur. I have, I've never tried it before, but it's 
something. So it's definitely an interesting smell. I mean, it's supposed to be Greedo's last drink, right? So right. it's got to be green. It has to be green for um, Greedo. Where so, did we find this drink, by the way? Uh, we found it Shout on SugarSpunRun.com. SugarSpunRun.com. Yeah, Greedo's last drink. Um, I guess Greedo was drinking a drink that resembled himself because this is this is amongst the greenest drinks we're also going to mix it with a little whiskey uh we've my whiskey of choice with me right now bullet bullet is a, a bourbon of course and i'm a big fan of bourbon here so bullet whiskey we have a uh, one ounce of whiskey here so let's let's get to pouring here so i've got a, a pour in the whiskey Nick is now very gingerly pouring in one ounce of whiskey that one's for you into a glass this one has a little more in it it'll be for me there we go all right. right, so there's our whiskey. Now what do we got? Uh, okay, one ounce of Midori. All right, I'll, I'll stick to this. I'll be faithful Sticking with the, the one, with the ounce, one ounce there. Because this is definitely... Wow, look at oh, that. Oh, it's already nuclear. That's that is, awesome. Man. You would I, think I was, mixing it with the whiskey, it would darken honestly, up a little bit. I thought because it the whiskey's br- so dark brown, I was, yeah. but it is green. We it is very green. green. All right, so now we need two ounces of sour. I also want to just comment real fast. Nick went out and bought the Midori just for this. Yeah. And it's... I don't know, twenty ounces. I or looked so. behind. Usually at the liquor store behind the counter, they'll have like like, like the, the little one. They did not. Yeah, the dollar one. And so I whatever. went all in. So me and my wife are going to be <laughs> experimenting with this Midori over the next week or so to see what we can do with it. So he has this giant bottle of Midori that we have used two full ounces of. So yeah. so we've got plenty more. Well, what we're going to have to do is find a Yoda drink for next time. Yes. Right? Something green. Something green. Something that we can make. You know, use this Midori. Oh, and there's the Sprite. We have two ounces of Sprite. So. Uh, Again, it calls for an ounce of Midori, an ounce of whiskey, two ounces of sour mix, and two ounces of Sprite or 7-Up. We went with Sprite. Um, Lemon here, lime. Here in uh, the northeast where we live, I stopped at Wawa. Oh, and they didn't Wawa. have any 7-Up, so we had to go with Sprite. I was going to get 7-Up, but all they had was Sprite. So, All right, so I have it all poured in here. This is kind of... Oh boy. All right, I'm going to... So now use... we all of our plugs out here, so we have the whiskey sour mix... Midori, the Bullet Bourbon. Oh yeah. Do we need a spoon to? to I think we just give it a nice little shake. Just here. to get a little. Right? Use the force, man. Yes, use the force on it. All right, y'all hear that? We're Ice. shaking it on up. Last week you had the uh, uh, the, the blender, and I got I got a couple comments about the blender being a little loud. So no blender this <laughs> no week. No blender. Right? Wait, let's. Uh, we need pictures of all this. Right, so for, once again, we're gonna go ahead. For our social media right? outlets. Before for the we dozens drink this. of you who are watching us on social. Dozens watching yeah. and. All right, let's see. Here we are. Oh, that, is, oh, the that is the door. We don't want a picture of the wall, y'all. No, we need right, this. Here's our green drink. So here's our green drink ready. right here. That's a beautiful picture. All right, that's we are live, All right. Instagramming live are you while ready? we speak. Cheers. Cheers, my friend. Here we All go. All right. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm going to drink it. Yeah. I taste more of the bourbon than I do the Midori, thank goodness for me. Yeah, I would. I do too, and you would think that'd be a good thing for me, but that, that Midori is really something. Yeah, it definitely leaves a, a weird palate on the top of yeah, my roof. I've got some stuff going on. Yeah, my, <laughs> I got. Yeah, I'm gonna drink it though. I'm There's, glad it's Greedo's last drink yeah, because right? <laughs> <laughs> he does not want to drink this multiple times. That is no, for sure. No. All right. Well, we're gonna keep drinking this. I'm gonna talk corrections before we start. We talk get into the Greedo here. But uh, my buddy Joe just texted me. I guess he's just now catching up on on our podcast here. Um, but hey, that's an extra listen, so but, that's fine. But my buddy Joe listens, and he watches uh, religiously, I think, some of these Netflix shows. Apparently last week, we did discuss the Disney Plus stuff and what they're going to get. Apparently, we, we mistakenly had mentioned that Disney's getting all the Netflix shows. Apparently, that's not true. No. I had no idea. Well, so, fact check. 
Fact check number Thank one, you right? Joe for fact checking. Yes, us. indeed. So apparently, um, Netflix is keeping those rights, and Disney can't really do anything with those characters for, for this two waiting two years. They have to wait two years before they're allowed to even readdress the characters. Wow. So if they have to wait two years to just address the characters, then you know it's going to be even longer than that until they're able to make a show because. Yeah. You have to, you know, after you're allowed to, then come up with writing and directing and all that good stuff. And yeah, um, so there may or may not be all the Marvel, Netflix superheroes on Disney Plus. Yeah, but I'm sure we'll be, we're still be getting quite a bit. We know we're getting the, uh, you know, the Wandavision show. We know we're getting. Uh, are we getting a Black Widow or is that a movie? Don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. Anyway, I'm sure Joe will let me know. Joe actually is still Joe's letting us me. know right now. He's he's listening to our first episode this very second while he's painting. That sounds very there useful. That is useful. Yeah. So all of you, take that as a note. Right. When you're painting. Yeah, paint us a picture. Us How about paint us a picture? Paint us a picture. Right? Paint us a picture of... Joe, of, I'm charging you right now to paint us a picture of us. You'll have to check out us. our yes. Instagram shot we just put out there. And then paint a picture of us. That's right. Um, I also, many of you, my buddy Louie and, and uh, several of you mentioned that last week, I was a little quiet. I was kind of sitting back here a little bit, so I'm hugging the mic a little bit this yes, time. Yes, we right, adjusted so hear me. volume levels. Yes, okay. indeed. Our studio audience has drawn us a picture. Oh, look at that. Of a Mandalorian helmet, originally wow. Boba Fett. May the force be with May you. May the force says. be with us. I love it. Yes. Thank you, studio audience. Thank you, studio audience. Perfect. See so, that? We ask for a painted picture and one magically appears. It's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. It is. Um, I will tell you, we're, we're getting in now on, this has happened last episode too, 13 minutes going on and now we're finally going <laughs> to get into, let's but, talk because we, we talked well, about this, this Greedo drink here. Greedo drink, right? so. Oh, it's, I'm going to try and take another third, sip. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that whiskey. It's interesting. The right. whiskey pops, but then you get that aftertaste yeah. of the It's very, sa- and sour. Oh boy. And very sour, yes. Um, so, so we're talking, right? I mean, one of the age-old questions for, for Star Wars fans out there is Han. Han Solo, man. Han Solo. Did he shoot first? Right? Like is that's, he a cowboy or is he an outlaw? Right? Is he, is he this hero, this paragon of good? John or is he, Wayne? Is he one of those sly, under-seedy, wanna, you know, I don't know right. where I'm going with that, but is he, you is know. He, is he an, was he an awful, awful person who would just do whatever he wanted to do? Or was he the John Wayne character who was... Rough and tough, but still the good guy. Or was there he a gray area? Yeah, you know. So there's got there's gray area in everything, right? I think Do you there have is. to be great? Do you have to be evil? There's got to be some a little in between. I guess Solo kind of revisited that a little bit. But we have our our Greedo's last drink, right? And after his last drink, we get into this issue we're having here, right? We have they they meet up in this in the cantina in Moss Eisley, uh, and uh, you know, in the original version, it certainly looked. A little ambiguous, right? It, we weren't sure exactly who shot first, um, but then something weird happened in the '90s. George Lucas decided to ch- change right. some stuff up. He was going to change some stuff up. So originally, in the '78, '76, '77, '77 uh, version, Han Solo, as he's talking to Greco, Greedo, you see him unbuckle his uh, gun, his blaster from his holster, his holster sure, and Right when he thinks that he's about to meet his maker, shoots Greedo and blows up the alien. Yeah, man. And he just like plops his head face down on that on that table, man. And it's like smoking. It's pretty it's pretty gnarly. It's pretty gnarly. That first was... scene in Star Wars was for for the time, pretty for the time. gruesome, man. Yeah. 
You know, Obi-Wan cuts off that dude's arm and it's all bloody all over the ground. And, and he like, just walks away. He's like, he's like, all right. All right, that's the way it goes. Yeah, and then Han just blasts this guy. He just Han. walks up to the bartender, flips him a coin. Sorry for the mess. So, going, real fast, going, sorry for the mess. Clean that up. He flips him a coin. Um, no lightsabers had been seen in, in the galaxy for years at that point because sure. they were all annihilated. So... Do you think those guys in the bar were like, whoa, or do you think they were just like, somebody stole a lightsaber? I'd, I'd, be, I'd be willing to bet that there were some some black market lightsabers out there okay. uh, at the time, and maybe, you know, you know the whole thing with Moss Eisley, never a hive, more, you know, hive of scum and villainy, you know the line. Right, yes. Right, and so I'd be willing to bet there were some CD characters there selling some black market stuff, so, so it, may it not might have not been... have been crazy out of the, the norm, but Obi-Wan was also on that planet for a while at that point, and he was, while not probably super well-known, people knew about that old hermit. Right, right? yeah, so he I'm was wondering, I'm wondering if people, if he had fought with it before, but we're going to get more of those answers soon, hopefully, in the Obi-Wan series. Yes, that's that'll be out, awesome. Right? That will be awesome. Um, but we're going to do a dramatic reenactment yes. here right so now. So back to the Greedo and Han. Since it's Greedo's last drink, and since we're talking about <laughs> Han <Sorry>. shot <laughs> first. That drink, I, I found on the old interwebs, which is amazing. You can find anything you want on there. Pretty much. Uh, anything from how to fix a shower to... The original Star Wars script. Yeah. So we have that. So we're going to do our dramatic reenactment. Right, of, of just this this little altercation. This we'll see altercation. in the original script what kind of happened here. Now, I'm going to be Han. I feel like I, I want to try that out. I'm right? the so. CD Greedo character. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's get this going let's here. Let's get right? this going. Going somewhere solo? Why, yes, Greedo. As a matter of fact, I was just going to see your boss. Tell Jabba that I've got his money. Han sits down and the alien sits across from him, holding the gun on him. It's too late. You should have paid him when you had the chance. Jabba's put a price on your head so large that every bounty hunter in the galaxy will be looking for you. I'm lucky I found you first. Yeah, but this time I've got the money. If you give it to me, I might forget I found you. I don't have it with me. Tell Jabba... Jabba's through with you. He has no time for smugglers who drop their shipments at the first sight of an Imperial cruiser. Even I get boarded sometimes. You think I had a choice? Han Solo slowly reaches for his gun under the table. You can tell that to Jabba. He may only take your ship. Over my dead body. That's the idea. I've been looking forward to killing you for a long time. Yeah, I'll bet you have. Suddenly, the slimy alien disappears in a blinding flash of light. Han pulls his smoking gun from beneath the table as the other patron look on in bemused amazement. Han gets up and starts out of the cantina, flipping the bartender some coins as he leaves. Sorry about the mess. So, nowhere in there does it say anything about Greedo shooting Han. Not even a little. Not even a little. Just Which is interesting. Suddenly, the slimy alien disappears. Yeah, man. And but it, but if you look at what George Lucas has said in the past, he will straight up tell you, no, it was ambiguous. I know it was kind of weird. So I always meant for Han to shoot after in self defense. And so in the nineties, George decided to make some changes to and, fix that. And. St- he made a lot of changes, some of which went over pretty well, others of which Star Wars fans have pretty much universally united against, right? This is one of those things, right? And you can very clearly see the digital alteration of Han moving and Greedo shooting first, and it doesn't make much sense because 
in the original script, as we just read to you. It doesn't mention that at all, right? So I don't know. Not only that, Greedo is all of two feet away from Han. Yeah. And shoots horribly over his left shoulder, missing him by feet. three feet. Feet! Like feet. a meter, I a guess. A meter, in, Yeah, yes. you'd be using meters, right? But yeah, I mean, Greedo, I mean... We don't learn too much about Greedo at this point unless you kind of dig deep into, like, the, the Star Wars legends. But Greedo is a bounty hunter. It's not like he worked for Jabba because he was bad at his job, right? He should have been good. So right. I would think a point-blank shot might have done it, right? And if if there was such a huge bounty on Han Solo's head and Greedo was the one to find him, you would think he would be a very good bounty hunter at that. You would think. Or else maybe he'd have some backup or he'd have a plan. Maybe thinking that this guy might try and, I don't know defend himself right <laughs> i don't know now it's interesting there is uh some evidence out there that harrison ford was asked this question what do you think who shot first and harrison ford's response i don't care i don't care he doesn't I don't care. care he doesn't care at all if you ever watch a interview with harrison ford uh it's funny he really doesn't care he, he, he could care less right and it's it's awesome right this is a part to him and he he enjoys it and he does gr- a great job with it but he's really not about dissecting and getting into the the deep nitty-gritty. In fact, he wanted to die in the OG trilogy. His whole thing was he thought that Han Solo should die in, in the last, uh, in episode six. Six. Right? Yeah. Um, and so that was like, from what I've heard, one of his conditions for coming back for uh, The Force Awakens is that he wanted Han to die. He wanted Han to die. Um, he didn't want to drag Han through this mud over and over and over again. Yeah. But I think, I thought it was very, I liked his death. Yeah, now, no, it made it, it made sense to me. Very ceremonious. I dug it. it. Awesome. I'm really interested to see how they handle Leia in this yes. next film. Yes, you know, because uh, you know she in real life died unexpe- unexpectedly for the show, so it'll sure. it will be interesting. They are going are going to do a lot of CGI and they have a lot of uh, scenes left over from the episodes seven and eight. Yeah, so they have a lot of that. So from what I've heard, now I know they have to say. That the show, the movie's amazing and everything, but from what I've heard from like Daisy Ridley and stuff, is that they're actually kind of amazed at how well these scenes worked, even though they were pre-shot, like before her death. Awesome. Um, so I'm excited to see what they do. Uh, I've got a lot of hope for this next one. I yes. think JJ is really gonna yeah gonna I, do some good he, stuff he, with he's, it. He's he's a great director. He's a great fan of Star Wars, so yeah. it's definitely gonna work out. Sure. Uh, going back to Han shot first. So I'm gonna take another sip of this. Thing. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying with this one. I'm really. I, I'm gonna. I'll finish. I think it y'all also. should try it out. You should. You should try it. You for gotta sure. try it. Uh, and let us know. But this is. It's not the worst drink I've ever had, but it's not the best drink. It's I've not ever the best had. drink. Uh, I get it. It's green, like Greedo. I don't. I, we have to look and see if Whoa. he was actually drinking a green drink in the bar. I don't think he was, but you know, whatever. It's good enough. Man. Um, the uh, so, the fans. We're very upset with the change because it looks like it cheapens and lessens Han's, not bad guy, but villainous side to him. Sure, that, you know, that's when, his point, right? Yeah, Is that when, he's this not-so-great dude. He's the anti-hero who's kind of thrust into making these choices between his past, which was always kind of looking out for number one, which right. was himself, versus, you know, do I contribute to this thing that's larger than me, right? And that's the whole thing when he leaves at the end of uh, New Hope and he comes back to save the day and he leaves in the beginning of Empire and he comes back to save the day and, you know. Like, he, he wasn't, at this point in time, he wasn't in the re- in the rebellion. No. He could care less. Although, 
according to Solo, right now, now we know that by that time he's aware of the rebellion. Okay. Right. So, right. Uh, in Solo, obviously, there is the beginnings of the rebellion, uh, and Solo actually does help with the beginnings of the rebellion. Yes. But we don't know what happens between then. But we can only assume if he's if he's smuggling for Jabba, he didn't exactly enlist in the rebellion. Right. No. He he wasn't running out trying to find the rebellion headquarters and saying, "Sign me up. I I want to." Be a vital part of this of this rebellion. No, uh, you I, know he was being hunted down because he owed Jabba a lot of money, and no. you know, good good upstanding citizens don't go to Jabba the Hutt and say, "Hey, I want to run some missions for you." No, you not know, usually. Not good usually. upstanding citizens make sure that they go to work on time, and uh, you know. It, Pay all their credits all for their, their credits, for yeah. their uh, their land speeder lease. Right? Yes, they gotta they, they gotta stay on track of those things. Um, you know, so, but I, I liked that in Solo they addressed a lot of that. I felt like sometimes it was a little too winky at the audience, sort of like, hey, Han shot first sort of thing. Yeah, so then they do that in Solo where they make yeah, Han with shoot Beckett first again. Yeah. Against Woody Harrelson, right? And that's yeah. like, he learned his lesson, you always shoot first. Oh, I get it, right? I get it. Oh, It was a goes. little heavy-handed, but you know what? I feel like in Star Wars movies, like some people, like they criticize parts of Star Wars movies, like, oh, that's fan service. Star Wars is fan service. Right. Like, you want to make the fans happy. We yeah. want to, we want, we love these. I mean, I love these kind of silly in jokes and like, you know, the, oh, I have a bad feeling about this being in everyone. And it, some yeah. people roll their eyes when they hear it. I dig it. But I love fun. hearing the Will, or what is it? The, the Wilhelm scream, you know, the right. Wilhelm uh-huh. scream yeah. that's in like almost every Star every Wars. Yeah. I love it. I mean, like you, you, you feel like you're on the inside, yeah. you know, you're, you're like, Hey, they did that for us. I knew that they were going to throw that in there type yeah. of thing. So. Yeah, so you know when they go back to Solo, they make him shoot first to to prove that George Lucas was wrong by changing it to say to the fans, "You're right." Do you think that's kind of like a like a like a dig at George? You think he was like kind of bummed when he he saw that? Because I have seen some interviews with him recently where he has been a little bummed out about the direction of where Star Wars has gone. I can see that, but at the same time, you look at what. George Lucas was doing with episodes one, two, and three. Mm. And so I'm not saying his vision got cloudy. Right. But where he he wanted to take it, you know, down to PG level, make it great for all the four-year-olds out there. And all the people who watched the first three episodes were now in their 30s and 40s or whatever. And you it know. does feel like the movies should have evolved with the original audience, a yeah. bit. and they have. I think I feel like they that's the now. great thing about these new now. ones is yeah. there. There is a sense of more maturity, especially like, you know, man, Rogue One was such a gritty, dirty war movie. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it felt it felt so awesome that it was that more mature thing. And I get that, like Star Wars really is supposed to try and target kids, right? They, right. they don't want to leave them out. No. We want to make sure that there's a new generation of Star Wars fans. Uh, this drink is getting easier to drink, by the way. <laughs> with each shit, with each sip, it's like all right. I don't know if it's the ice melting it down, or or if it's just the uh, you know tolerance levels yeah. of of the liquid that's in here. Yeah, I don't know, man. But uh, I mean, it is. It's again, we we tend to film or record, record these things a little early. It's twelve forty-five in the afternoon on a Saturday. Um, but, but it's five o'clock somewhere. That's right. Hey, hey. Um, so I don't know. I've. It's it's I like the way the Star Wars trend is going for a more mature sort of thing. I agree that like his vision might have clouded up a little bit. Yes. I don't know. So let's wrap up Han shot first. Yeah. Do you think which one do you think is better? Han shooting first, Greedo horribly missing, 
and then Han shooting in retaliation. <sighs> is he is he the uh, um, cowboy, the good guy who never shoots first, or is he the shady type of guy who has good intentions sometimes, but is more about himself than anything else? I think he should have shot first. I Me think, personally? I think I'm going to need to have one more sip of this Greedo's last drink and mull it over first. And mull it first. over. <sighs> I think you know, I think Han shot first. I think Han shot first. I think it's important that Han shot first. Yes. It's important to his character and his arc and his, his journey as the anti-hero. Right. George Lucas wanted him to... You know, the the bad guy can't marry the princess, can't be the the king to the rebellion, can't be the one on top. Because he, he can't he couldn't have shot first. So that's why he made Greedo shoot first. Yeah. So that way he wasn't this bad guy who shoots first. But you know what? He's not John Wayne. No. You know, he's no. not the the good guy who wears the white hat all the time. He and didn't even fine. he didn't want to be in it. You know, like he was only there because that the uh, old man was going to pay him uh, a lot of money to get them off the planet. Yeah. So yeah. that's the only reason he was there. He wasn't about saving the galaxy. He was about covering his CYA. Right. But at the his... end of the day, at the end of the day, he showed up. He did show up. He, he decided, I'm going to put the, uh, the needs of the many over the needs of the few. Mm-hmm. And that's the point of his arc. And I really dig that. Yes. I think that's pretty cool. But I, I say Han shot first, 100%. I'd like to know what you think. What do you think? Did Han shoot first? Our, our, uh, audience, our audience just, just found, found a Lego Chewbacca. Lego Chewbacca with... with yellow hands. You might not have uh, recognized him with the yellow hands. Yes. He, uh... He's either wearing gloves <laughs> or at some point his Lego brown hands fell off and were replaced with yellow hands. But there you go. Chewbacca with yellow hands. As it. we're talking about Han shooting first. I dig it. Uh, moving on a little bit here from Han shot first while I continue to sip my delicious drink here. Uh, there was a little Mandalorian uh, news that came out. We had talked last time about IG-11 versus IG-88. Um, and once again, the venerable Mr. Bacon uh, sent us uh, something, just some more insight into this. And apparently there was some thought put into this, this decision as to whether IG-88 ought to be included. Uh, and I thought it was kind of interesting that Taika Waititi, which is apparently how you pronounce it, that's good go. to know. That is good to know. Uh, and Dave Filoni have had thought about making it IG-88 pretty much and decided that it, it was almost like uh, they wanted to respect the legacy of, of the characters that were already in the universe. You know right. what I mean? We've got all these legacy uh, storylines that were changed when Disney took over and they created a new canon storyline. And, and I think it's pretty cool that they decided... We don't want to undo these stories. We don't want to remake these stories. So we're going to... You got to imagine he's not the only assassin droid out there. Right. There's we're going to make another one. droid in the, in the galaxy. Yeah. So, so I dug that. I thought that was a pretty interesting yeah. read. So instead of making it IG-88, which everyone, everybody first saw him, were like, oh, ig is going to be in it. That's awesome. Then we find out, no, it's IG-11. And then people are like, well, who's IG-11? And then this latest article comes out saying why it was IG-11, because... There's more than one droid. There's yeah. there's a that's a huge galaxy as we are now discovering more and more planets uh throughout different episodes and different versions of Star Wars. Sure. 
And there's there's more than just the IG line too. If for those of you Star Wars uh, Knights of the Republic fans out there, I was kind of hoping to see HK forty seven make his appearance or some HK droid. Uh, the HK droids in this uh, in this video game, Nice Deal Republic, they were amazing. Okay. All they did was trash talk humans, call them meat bags. Nice. And just like sacks of organs and blood. And like it was their job to like just find and destroy people. And I thought, and they were so cavalier about it too. They were just like, like, hey, this is what we do. He like literally this droid belonged to who we found out was Revan. And he just kept calling him a meat bag. <laughs> it's pretty excellent, right? So I'm hoping we see a lot more of these types of droids yeah. that want to kill us all, right? Uh, and we're almost there. November 12th. November 12th. Today is October up. 5th. We've got just over a month. Uh, did you get your... I got an email okay. from Disney+. Plus. You can pre-order Disney+. Plus. I, I did not yet. I but have not. we got to get on that. Man. Yeah, but I, you can pre-order it. I'm not really sure what pre-ordering does for you. Absolutely nothing probably other nothing. than just knowing that they already have your credit card on file and... You don't have anything to worry about on November 11th, 12th, what 12th. Is, oh, November 12th when it first comes out that you will guarantee that you will get in there. Um, but yeah, so if you want, you can pre-order now going back to Disney Plus for a split second. What is it? $6 a month? Uh, I had, we had it in our last one. Six ninety nine a I month? I think something like that. Yeah, $6.99 a month. $6.99 yep. a month. But it, remember, if you bundle it, if yeah. you bundle oh. it. Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus for thirteen bucks a month. Thirteen bucks a month. Not too shabby there. Or seventy dollars for the year for just Disney Plus. So yeah, you're not too shabby. Two months, bucks. you save twelve That's bucks. Right. You can you can buy half a bottle of Midori Sour. You could. Yeah, I and, wouldn't uh, suggest that you do. Don't, but you no, could. no reason to. <laughs> <laughs> I am as I'm drinking more of this. I'm about halfway done. Uh, Rob is too. You're making pretty yeah, good progress I'm doing on good yours. Progress on. Um, you know, we're wearing our Star Wars attire because we're nerds but i am just now noticing after about halfway through that rob is wearing some michael scott socks i do I have michael scott socks they say on, that's yes. what she said that's and what that she is, said on the socks that is my new favorite my, where'd you get those socks man? my wife just got them for me shout out to sherry yeah all right well uh oh. shout out to pagan my birthday's coming up that's what go. she said socks. that's what amazon oh boy you can get anything you want on amazon probably even some adori i think although mm. it might be alcoholic so i doubt it yeah um, um, so what we're going to go into now, we thought we would kind of te- check out the latest trailer, right? So they, they released uh, a trailer about, I don't know, two or three weeks ago. Um, and it's the most kind of action and the most info we've gotten really about what's going to be in this show and like what we have to expect. And it was a great trailer. Um, and we were just going to break it down. We're going to watch it here live on the airwaves and we're just going to, you know, pause it every now and then talk about what we see. Uh, if you want to like play this along and, and check it out, you can go ahead and find it on YouTube. Just type in the Mandalorian trailer. It's like, I don't know, a minute and a half long or so. I'm sure Um, we can stretch it out to seven or eight minutes long. At the very least, At the very least. Um, This is banter. Yeah, we got to banter. We We got to fill it with that banter, right? We Um, love to banter. So banter, Beskar, and Bantha Milk, not Greedo's shot first drink. We did not name it after that. No, not quite. All right, so why don't we we hit play on this year's trailer? All right, so it starts off right away with... It's a grim beginning. Very grim beginning. Yeah, we've got it's it's almost like a Game of Thrones esque scene at the very beginning. We've got yes. these these stormtrooper helmets on pikes, and we see our Mandalorian walking by um, all of these pikes. Now pause it here. Right we're, there. we're four seconds in. Four we've seconds paused in. It right Pause now. Some, something to think about while we're looking here. First of all, it's a desert planet. Desert planet. We're not we're not strangers to desert planets nope. in Star Wars, um, but if you look closely, all about a desert planet, Tatooine. That's right. What so a, is it, Tatooine? I it could be. I would bet that it might be. I mean, I know they're trying to go for a bunch of different places, but this is supposed to be set in the outer rim, and this is a very outer rimmy sort of. 
feel. It's in yes. the desert. It seems like a lawless sort of place. And if you know anything about the Star Wars universe, the Outer Rim was really hard to control. It yes. was almost like the boonies. Yes. It was the boonies of the galaxy. Um, and so we, here we've got these, these stormtrooper helmets on pikes at the end of the Empire, right? So you got to wonder... What what caused this? Are these bounty hunters that that were were put on a bounty to find the remainder of of the empire that was out there? Do we have just like the or, the last remnants that they just kind of spiked their heads up? And I think there are heads in there, man. I think so. There's because blood. There's on those, blood on yeah. the outside. So yeah, if man. there's blood on the outside, there's got to be blood on the inside. It's a grim. And picture. also think of it this way: like think what happens. You know, at the end, the empire was was a horrible, horrible almost dictatorship type uh, regime. So as soon as the rebels blow up the Death Star, the Empire is no longer. What do you think all the civilians are doing? You think they're just going up to the uh, stormtroopers and being like, hey, now we're going to be friends? Yeah, I don't think or so. Or do you think they're... So these could have could have even just... Not even bounty hunters. They could have just been taken out by just locals yeah. who... Everybody in Star Wars lore has weapons of some sort, so sure. they could have just taken them all out just because they're walking through the city. Just and a local like, uprising. Yeah, just a local uprising, and they're just saying, to heck with you, you guys are the worst, yeah. we're going to kill you. And we talked a little last episode about that, that period between the destruction of the Death Star and the end of the Empire. We don't really know a lot of the stuff that went on, so I'm sure there was a lot of local uprisings, yeah. and especially in the Outer Rim. I'd imagine that happened. Maybe, uh, and you know, there is some... Let's don our tinfoil hats here. There are some <laughs> theories that somewhere out there, Mace Windu is still around. Sure, right? yeah. So we see all these heads. We know Mace Windu loves cutting off heads. Loves cutting heads off. So could this be Mace Windu confirmed? Our tinfoil hats say maybe. Uh, maybe they should have been wearing some Beskar gorgettes, something to guard something, their necks. Something to guard their necks from the from the uh, whatever chop of the lightsaber or or blaster fire. It's got a but... very pirate EB one yes. situation yes, it does. going it's on. It's like, right? uh, hey. This is what happens to bad guys in this area. Right. We cut your heads off and put put them on spikes. That's right. So we we continue. In Very our dark. We made it twelve seconds in so far. We got... That was before the Lucasfilms logo. That's right. Now we have the Mandalorian ship. We've been confirmed that that is named the Raisin Razor Crest. Razor, Razor Crest. Crest, not raisins. The Razor Crest. Raisins. The California raisins. The California raisin crest. Yes. I was so always a fan of the saxophone Flying player. over. Uh, flying over a nice. Uh, wooded planet. Yeah, and I then see we get rivers, into... I see hills, I see forests. And then we and get I... into a darker city here now. I've, I've decided just for the sake of what we have right now, I'm... the Mandalorian is a hard thing to say. I don't want to keep referring to him to Mandalorian. His name is Kyle. We're going to call the Mandalorian <laughs> Kyle, Kyle from here on out until we know <laughs> the Mandalorian's name. Oh, he is Kyle the Mandalorian. That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> and we see, because I do have another tinfoil hat theory okay. going on. Okay. There's a lot of different stuff that they can pull into here. And there is a Star Wars character named Kyle. Kyle Katarn, for those of you uh, Star Wars Jedi Academy and Force... Uh, I forget the names of those. Anyway, they were great video games. Um I'm still waiting for him to show up somewhere. Okay. So but I, I don't know is. if this is him, but it's Kyle. Kyle the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is Kyle. You heard um, it here first. That's right. If if it turns out to be Kyle the Mandalorian, uh, you was, heard it here first. It we broke this here news. First on Banter, on Banter Beskar, Beskar yeah. and Bantha Milk. That's you heard right. it first. The Mandalorian's real name is Kyle. Kyle. Right? And he's walking into some ruins here. I'm wondering, could this be Mandalore? Because we know that Mandalore has been kind of torn apart. Mandalore point, was right? torn apart. But then after that, we go into... Uh, seeing uh, him paying off a bounty, so it looks like it, right? He's 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 
handing something that Dropping looks like over car some parts. Credits. Looks like car parts. Or... He looks to be getting some decorative soaps in return. Decorative soaps um, and some car parts. <laughs> and he's giving them to Apollo Creed. Yes, Apollo yeah. Creed is there. He's uh, not wearing his uh, red, white, and blue um, boxing, boxing shorts. shorts. I was right. going to say boxer shorts. Well, but, you know. You know. got to get the name from somewhere, fit, right? Yeah, boxing uh, shorts. It is Carl Weathers, and we have confirmed that his character's name will be Grief Karga. Um, and it looks like he's going to take those like miniature a, hotel like soaps. A, yeah, the, he takes those soaps. He puts them into a pot with some fried pork and a little bantha milk. Got himself a stew going. And um, then that's all we see of him. That's it. That's just it. a shot. So I feel like that's all we need of him. Just a little... No lines, no words. You yeah. just know, I give you car parts, you give me soap. It's that simple. That's it. <laughs> and then uh, we move on. And then, uh, so Carl Weathers, uh, while he was a great speaker in the Rocky films, doesn't need to say anything here in the in the Mandalorian while he's talking to Kyle. No, oh, man. As Kyle hands him his car parts. Some of my favorite work of his was in the Arrested Development series. You ever seen Arrested Development? Yes. Oh, man, he plays a fictionalized version of himself. It yes. is and just fantastic. Awesome. Yes. Um... But moving on, we, we go into, we see him kind of traveling over these little and canyons. And he's flying over. And a, we get into our Batman gear up sequence. Get ready, Batman. Batman right? is here. Like, everything is there except, like, the nipples and the breastplate. That's man. right. Like, he is, we, we see his blaster. He's putting it in his holster. He's, he's putting he's, his bat, bat wing in his in his pants there, he's getting got, ready to fire bat wings at people. Yeah, canisters on his chest. He's ma- making his arm equipment. I don't know what that could be in his arm. But we do see him use a little bit of arm equipment later on in the trailer to great effect. Yes. And we will talk about that, right? Could it? Could that arm thing be the uh, the rope? I think to, that's what it is. So that he can... He can like do his best Tarzan impression and fly from one from, from one part of the cantina to another part of the cantina. Just in case his uh, his rocket launcher gets hit by a stick and yes. malfunctions. Yes, I, it, I was that was weird. His, his <laughs> rocket pack gets hit by uh, like a, a vibro staff or something, and, and all of a sudden it just it he just, just flies away, flies like, away and circles right down into the Starlack. Starlack. Right? You'd think that he would have a little more safeguards for that, but. Say la vie. Say la vie. Moving on. Moving on. We saw a real quick shot of what's her name? Cara Dune. Yes. Cara she Dune, looks the MMA like fighter. An awesome fighter in this. I she, can't wait. She had that smug look on her face. She, she looked did. like. And the leather, that the way she, she's like uh, ready to fight. She's definitely ready to fight. She was a uh, rebellion. Uh, what was the. An officer in the rebellion, right? Uh, or something yeah. like that? She was an officer in the rebellion. Yeah. One of the. Uh, upper level best fighters. I forget what, what the title was that they gave her. I don't know, but you can bet she's going to be pretty BA. Yeah, she, she looks. She looks like she's pretty confident in her abilities. And you know she's going to be because she's only in the scene for one second. That's all so you got. You just, just see a, smug a clip look. of her. Because if you see too much, then it, then they're going to have to rename the show after her instead of the Mandalorian. It's not going to be all about Kyle. It's going to be about her instead. Kara. Kyle. Kyle and Kara. That's right. It's not about Kyle. It's going to be about Kara. <laughs> and then uh, we get into a sh- next shot. That's an Ugnaught. I'm guessing that's Nick Nolte's character. Nick Nolte, the Ugnaught. Right, he's riding on a dewback, which is just a giant bovine sort of creature that we often we have seen them on Tatooine. We see the in like the newer, like in the 1998 version when they re-released it, we saw the stormtroopers riding on the dewbacks and the on the yes, the digitally enhanced version. Man, that scene! I remember being young, going, "Wow, this looks really cool," and now I look back, going. Yeah, this is well. You know, George Lucas wanted to have all that stuff in the film originally in '76, but he didn't have the capabilities, capabilities of doing so. I would say in the '90s, he didn't have the capabilities yet either. 
<laughs> for the nineties, so, so, it was yeah. amazing. For the nineties, yeah. But now we look back and we're like, oh goodness gracious! It just brings me back again to just those those practical effects. Just look so much better. Yes. And we we talked a little about the practical effects last week. It's just so interesting because yeah, the costumes in the original looked cool, but a little cheesy, right? Right. But even just as far as our graphics and our CGI has come our practical effects have come further just as well. Like yes. they've, they've progressed just as much. Some yep. of these, some of these costumes look way more real way, than CGI yes. ever would. Yeah. I think that's so cool. And you can always tell, not always, I take that back. You can't always tell. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times you can tell CGI and you're like, oh. yeah, well this, you can tell this, this Ugnaught seems a little CGI, but yeah. that's okay. It's just a trailer. Um, and then we get, we see our Twi'lek last time Twi'lek. we talked about this Twi'lek winking at the camera and, and look at the bald guy right in front of her. Hmm. Who is that bald guy? Is that Bill Burr? That could be Bill it Burr. Could be Bill Burr. It does right kind there. of look like a Bill Burrish. Does it silhouette. look like she's going to? She's winking at you, like, watch what I do. So is she hmm. winking like she's going to stab Bill Burr, or why is she winking? I'm happy to see Twi'leks back in the mix. Yes. And again, this uh, costume looks great. Like that looks like an alien, man. She doesn't look like she's just got these noodles on her head. No, she, she looks pretty darn good. Yeah. Um, and it is tough to make those Twi'leks uh, brain. I forget what they're called. What they're called. They're like a, a definitely a part of their brain. Yeah, they're they're head piece, not head pieces. They're part of their head, but whatever they're they're two giant ear head piece. Things, I'm gonna look it up on on oh Wikipedia here because Wikipedia. that is always our friend Wikipedia. They're called Leku. That's right, I knew that. Yes, Leku. L e k k u. There are two Lekus. This looks legit. It doesn't look like uh, somebody just threw some uh, stuffing inside of a stocking and threw it on her head. Nah, man. It looks like it's That's actually part of her head there, which Absolutely. is awesome. Uh, moving on. What do we got? Oh, great Ooh. Western scene. See, right there, we have that, that possible MacGuffin we talked about last time, right? We talked about this uh, the possibility and the kind of the rumor out there that there's this child that might be some sort of target or else might not be, but would turn into this MacGuffin of the Mandalorian has to protect this child this is a very Jin Urso sort of moment here at the beginning of Rogue One because we've got this mother holding this child mm -hmm. and it cuts right to this squad of death troopers with their guns raised and who else would be leading these gun these death troopers but we have a shot of Moff Gideon coming right next there he is our boy right there Giancarlo Esposito Gus Fring from uh, Breaking Bad with his box cutter getting ready to do some damage man he looks so cool and it's it's <laughs> They piece everything together so fast. You're trying. You can't tell when all of this is happening. Yeah, we're pausing a lot. We're pausing this is a so lot. much stuff, <laughs> and it's, it's every like one second we have to pause because every little scene is so individually important, and yet they string it together to make it look like the death troopers are pointing the guns at the lady with the baby with the child, but obviously they're not because the lady with the child is in like a swamp, and there's some little piece of mechanic right behind them you can't even see that it goes so fast yeah then you have the the all the death troopers death troopers on one side stormtroopers on the other side of Giancarlo Esposito or whatever yeah. how do you say Giancarlo say yeah, that was it I said it right it was right. nice well done I'll and drink then, to that thank you <laughs> cheers yes and then it goes right from there into the Mandalorian and it looks like it's uh, a stare down between the Mandalorian cool, man. and it, Giancarlo it's, it's got this high noon like like mm -hmm. twelve paces at dawn, yep, sort of a like thing. Like they're or, ready to wait. Just wait for wait for the clock tower. I think you even 12. did. We get a shot of just like the gun. I feel like we got a shot yes, of just like the gun into, on his leg. Yeah, it's pretty like, killing. And there he is, just kind of looking awesome. 
On November 12th, we're so... Oh, now that oh. right there, that land speeder shot. We got a land speeder shot, and from what I can tell, it looks like that might be our Mandalorian, Kyle, Kyle the Mandalorian. That's Kyle without his helmet on. Yeah, we got a little shot, but he's got his face covered with something, right? His face is covered. I mean, come on. Anybody anybody out there who, you know, rides a hog like I do, ride that big Harley, blah, 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 blah. Oh, boy. You know, you can't, you can't, you need something in your face. You need something to protect your face. Otherwise, you're getting bugs in your face. Bugs or, you know, uh, Minox. You don't yeah, want to run into a Minox. You don't want a Minox your... going in your mouth. <laughs> that would be awful. awful. And he, it looks like it's on some sort of a desert planet, so you're getting sand, you're getting mylock, so you got to cover your face up. Oh, yeah. Why you won't wear a helmet, I'm not really sure. Yeah, that seems like you're just asking. He's a Mandalorian with Mandalorian Beskar armor. Beskar armor. I would bet that is the best kind of motorcycle helmet you can buy, and yet he takes yeah. it off, and he takes for, it his, off. for his ride for his, on first first joy ride. bike. Kyle. Come on, Kyle. Be classic smart about Kyle. it. Classic, classic Kyle. Classic Kyle. That's a definite classic <sighs> Kyle move. And we move on. We get into some merchandising, folks. Look at this. We get all, all these, these ships, all these guns, and then, oh, look at that guy. Look at that guy. You gotta pause it right here, because oh. so much stuff just happened. So much fighting in, in four seconds. Man, we so we're gonna talk about merchandising in just a minute here, but man, we got AT units, we got ships, we got Kyle going crazy. Characters. Kyle and IG-11 going all cool Kool-Aid man knocking Kool-Aid, down that yep. wall, <laughs> but <laughs> gotten into that c- cantina, break it, cutting the wall down so that Kyle can bust through with his Batmobile going in next. Who do you uh, think? Who do you think made that carving? You think IG has got like a like a little uh, R two thing that drills up, or you think yeah, oh, Kyle IG, was doing that? IG eleven is an artist. Okay. He's an artist with a blaster rifle. I dig and it. He, I, well, you can tell. Look, his arms going all different ways. All, all different amazing. directions. He's 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 wielding two pistols at the same time. Blasting in two different directions, drawing a picture with one, killing bad guys with another. Yeah. Um, you see real fast Kara Dunn. You see her in there with a giant machine gun just blasting other people. Um, so much violence. And then you see that, that shot of looks like the same person, the mom and that kid, running with, with a hood over their head to, so nobody knows who they are. They've got to be important. They wouldn't show them in the trailer twice. twice. If, if they, they weren't important to the to the story here, right? So right. we're getting a little more credence to this this MacGuffin theory of the Kyle the Mandalorian watching after this child, right? Yeah. So so you, so you got to think, you know, like you're saying, the MacGuffin theory. He, she's the kid's probably the bounty. Sure. And then he goes and maybe gets the bounty, and then realizes he's not going to turn him turn this kid over to. Whoever wants this bounty and said he's going to protect it, and is all of this fighting other bounty hunters now coming after this child as, as, uh, as Kyle and his band of misfits all protect this child? Is that what's going to happen? Is or, he a good guy, bad guy? Or are we completely wrong and have no idea what we're talking about? Hundred percent wrong. A distinct possibility. It's a great and that's possibility. Fine. That's why we're doing but this. We are right? not wrong about one thing, and that's that the Mandalorian's name. Is Kyle. Kyle. It's Kyle the Mandalorian. Kyle the Mandalorian. That's right. That is and, that is a fact. And I will tell you with this battle sequence right here, Kyle the Mandalorian mm-hmm. really proves some stuff because there. This is where we get to the holy crap moment of this trailer. Of this trailer, and it is this bar fight where Kyle the Mandalorian loses it. Loses it. Loses it. He just blows everything. And he is shooting. Is a I love that oh, line. Man. That's a great. Who is that's Warner Herzog? Right, up. Here we got him. Oh man, that voice! And then hit, boom, bam, three. Here he goes. Cut the guy in half. And then more, more frozen, 
More people frozen. Yeah, but, but in man, a... that that man, that door closing. That door closing. Don't you agree? Man. Yes, that door closing was awesome. Oh man. I love the line. Bounty hunting is, is a complicated, is a complicated profession. profession. Don't and you agree? Just watching him, he shoots the guy, knocks him down right into the door. And he uses that arm thing he was getting ready earlier. Yeah. Right? We assume, right? He pops it out of his arm. He grabs his foot and slice. Yanks him, slice him. He shoots the door to make the door close, even though, you know, how many people have walked into a mall or a store with the, the automatic door opening and they never close on you because there's all those sensors there. Yeah, they don't he have says, that in Star Wars. He says, forget you sensors, and he blows them up. To close the door. Man, you would think that, this, you know, safety regulations or not, why would they make that door close that quickly? That That's quickly. dangerous. And, like, I don't know if you ever tried to stick your hand in a closing door in a store. It doesn't, if you're, if there's something in the way, it won't keep closing. It'll stop. It's like, like the garage door. There's a sensor there. It'll stop it from closing I, on you. I'm betting there's a class action lawsuit in here. There's got to be. You know, his family is very upset right yeah, now man. because this... This cantina did not use the proper protocol. This is an OSHA violation. OSHA is is out there the next day finding out what's going on, why this door didn't close properly. It should have bounced back up, but it doesn't. Instead, it slices them in half. And then we have, again, Werner Herzog, this professional creepy voice specialist, uh, German director, ridiculously amazing voice for this. I'm really excited about what, I don't know what he's going to do, but... Carbonite. Carbonite. Guy frozen in carbonite. Don't but it's you not, agree? It's not just one guy frozen in carbonite. We have a row of people row frozen of in carbonite, right? Yes. Yeah, so there's so, a whole bunch of people waiting to be have their bounties turned in on their head. But that's I, I was under the impression that carbon freezing wasn't altogether very common, right? Because like when, when Boba Fett gets Han Solo frozen in carbonate, he's worried. He's concerned that the carbon freezing will kill him. Will kill him. So it's interesting to see that there's so many in a row. So maybe after Han was frozen in carbonate, this just became a bounty hunter thing. Like, it's, hey, guys, hey, this works. It works. So Boba must have told his buddies, y'all, if you're looking to, to transport a couple Or, you know, I mean, bounties, bounty hunters do talk a lot. You would imagine. So, they've, you know, they've probably got their own, their own kick group yeah, or, yeah, or their own Facebook uh, group They were chat. like, yo, it worked. Boba yeah. did it. Han, Han was able to survive. Everybody, quick, go to the Carbonite store. Get it added into your spaceship so that you can Carbonite freeze everybody that you capture. That's right. The it's Carbonite a lot store. easier. Come on down to Carbonite it. Emporium. Think about it. You don't have to You don't have to feed them while you're yeah, transporting them. You don't have to worry about them breaking out of your jail cell that's in your in your spaceship. And when they yep. come out, they just got a little hibernation sickness. Little, they can't yeah. see a little. They can't see for a little while. Bummer. Obviously, the, it heals because Han Solo can see. Well, could see. After that, you know, mm-hmm. so uh, it's it's a it's a it's a win win situation. So See, I'm surprised people don't actually use it more often. Yeah, yeah. Well, it looks like now it's it uh, like it's, it's going to be a little more pro- prolific, right? <laughs> uh, and then of course we end with with Kyle the Mandalorian, Mean Mug in the camera, right? And yep. we get our awesome little shot of the Mandalorian. Original series streaming November 16th on Disney Plus. There we go. And that's so it, then, man. So wow. Kyle doesn't talk at all. No. Cara Dune doesn't talk at all. No. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito doesn't, doesn't talk, talk at all. all. Carl Weathers Carl doesn't Weathers. talk at all. The only person that talks. Werner Herzog. That's Werner it, Herzog. Man. And we don't know. We don't know anything about what he's doing. No. Nick Nolte didn't talk. Nick, no- Nick Nolte. We know he's in it. Doesn't talk at all. Yeah. 
Um, That's so right. Apparently, it's it's a silent film. That's right. I think it's a silent film. That's Judging right. by this, it's going to be a silent movie. Or as close to silent as it gets. Yes. No, whatever. Uh, it's, it's an experimental new uh, frontier for the Star Wars that's series. That's right. That. But it, lo- it looks awesome. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't wait. seen that one already and you're listening to this podcast, I'm surprised. I'm confused. Uh, yeah, like go see this trailer yeah. and then make sure you listen to or watch the show. Um, it looks awesome. Man, the, the production value on this trailer looks like a movie. Um, the action sequences look nuts. Man, that fight in the in the cantina is awesome. It's it's <laughs> going back to episode two. That fight in the cantina is. Nice. I just <laughs> way to save it. I just spilled Greedo's last drink all over myself so, while I'm drinking. Well, oh Greedo, man, it's that good. Blame it on Greedo. Right, well, Greedo shot first. And we don't this have time. any towels or anything. That's all right. I'll just you wipe just it off. My wipe pants. on your pants. Life goes right. on. That's right. I'm gonna smell like melon liqueur. Ah. <laughs> when you anyway. go home, your wife's gonna be like, "Ill." Yeah. Well, that you know. <laughs> not, not too crazy to think about. Um, There's more action in that than there was in all of episode two. So that was awesome. Yeah, that is true, right? That, um, so that what, is our, our trailer breakdown. Go watch that trailer. It's really good. Watch it again and again. I think I've watched it at least a dozen times. At the very least. At the least. At the very least. I, I wonder if they're going to release another trailer beforehand. We only have a month. Maybe. Maybe, maybe just one more. One more. I could with, use just one more little taste. With somebody else talking. Yeah. Yeah, I want to maybe, hear maybe Nick Nolte. I want to hear somebody call the call the Mandalorian Kyle. That's his name. I don't want to be like Kyle. Get over here. It's Kyle. It is Yo, Kyle. Kyle. I got Carl Weathers is together. like Kyle. Don't go. Get That's back right. here. That's right. And then he turns around and he's and he just gives him a glare, but you can't tell because he's got his helmet on. Yeah. But you know he's like, I'm mad. Now I got to tell you, we're we're gonna change tax here a little bit. Uh, because it was just Triple Force Friday. Triple Force Friday. Right? And what do we know about Triple Force Friday? Is this Allah. It's all about merchandising, merchandising right? Merchandising, baby. Oh, boy. We got all sorts of merchandising. This is, we're going to wrap it up here with our merchandise Holy talk, right? Because and I want to buy it all. Man, I'm not going to lie. I, I was never that all. guy, but I am that guy now. Oh. There is so much new stuff out. Um, uh, and when everything... you think about it, that's what Star Wars was really all about. Oh my George Lucas's brilliance in the original brilliance. Star Wars is that he took a very low cut of the movie, uh-huh. but he retained all of the merchandising rights. And boy, and did that pay And it was the first off. time ever. Yeah, 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 that was said, unheard of. He said, "I want all the merchandising rights," and the the t- the studio was like, <laughs> "They laughed at him." Sure, show sure, why ahead. not? Go for why it. Why not? Have fun with that. Because who who cares about the merchandising? Yeah, but go for it. Well, whatever. In his infinite wisdom, he made billions, laughing off of all toys. the way to the bank. Right now, you were—I don't even know—you weren't even born. No, I was um, not. There was ten years between Star Wars and me. Yes, mm-hmm. so I was not one of the fortunate children. During for epi- I, well, I was also only like three, okay, four. So, the first episode, I vaguely remember. I might have seen it. Uh, I think they they might have re released it right before Empire Strikes Back. But I definitely remember going and seeing Empire Strikes Back because I remember we went to a movie theater that we didn't normally go to, and I remember walking in the movie theater was really long and had this one weird wall towards the back. Whatever. That's what I remember from Empire Strikes Back. Okay. But anyway, I was. It was like, what, 78 was Empire Strikes Back or was it no, in the it was, 80s? I think it was in the 80s. It was, was in Empire the 80s. Was in okay, the 80s. yeah. So I was like, I was about 10 or something like that when it came out. Um, yeah, it says we, Empire here is uh, 18, 1980. 1980. Yeah, May of 1980, okay. so three years later. Not bad. So I was I was seven. I was 73 I was born. So right. I was only seven. But that's what I remember from it was, was walking in to this really strange movie theater. But with the first episode, uh, kids... It came out a little before Christmas. 
all the kids wanted these Star Wars toys. Oh yeah, and and like they were weren't they selling like like boxes, empty boxes, empty or boxes with a note inside that said basically said Merry Christmas. Uh, we didn't have enough time to make all the toys, but here's a gift card. When the toys come in, oh you can gosh. go pick up the toys. That's how wildly uh, popular they were. Yeah, and I'm they sold. I'm noticing that you have a Lego Slave One up there, by the way. Yes, that I do excellent. have a Lego. I'm a huge Boba Fett toy fan. Yeah, I have all different versions. Yeah, I'm all about. Where the real money for the mo- movie? That's is right. Made, I right? have all different versions of Boba Fett and Star Wars toys and stuff like that. That reminds so. me, your story there. I, I remember seeing that there is a great documentary out there about the making of the Star Wars movies, and it was a. It was a mess. The, yeah. if, if you don't know, like the making the original Star Wars movies, it was a mess. I would, if you're a Star Wars fan and you're listening to this and you haven't seen it, it the whole thing is on YouTube. I forget the name of it. I'll look it up. But there's a whole documentary about the making of Star Wars, and it is amazing, right? It's but awesome. This, this yeah. and it does talk about these empty boxes they sold, yeah. and it reminds me of uh, one of my favorite uh, holiday movies of all time, Jingle All the Way. Okay. Do you know Jingle All the Way? I thought you were going to say Die Hard. I was not, or okay. or maybe the Star Wars Christmas special. No, it's Jingle All the Way. <laughs> the Star Have Wars Christmas the, way? the Star Wars Christmas special is when you find out a lot about Boba Fett because there's a cartoon Boba Fett, which was the only good thing in that whole Christmas Star Wars Christmas special was the Boba Fett uh, cartoon uh, segment movie of it. Okay, nice. so Jingle All the Way. Yeah, so Jingle. Did you have you seen it? Uh, I did. It's I amazing. F- I, I love it. It's got our man Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. Oh, yes. Um, yes okay. And he's looking for this Turbo Man doll, right? He's got to get yes. this Turbo Man doll yep. for uh, young Anakin Skywalker, right? Because Ironic. his child is the actor who plays... Uh, it's Jake Lloyd who plays the young Anakin Skywalker. There you go. Uh, Really terrible actor in that movie, man. Uh, like, I feel bad because he was a kid, but, like, I yeah. feel like child actors are a lot higher quality these days. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so uh, he goes on into the radio station, and he says all of the names of the reindeer, and he's he's expecting to win the Turbo Man doll. But instead, they give him a gift certificate because there's no There's no, no Turbo actual Turbo Man dolls. Uh, so that reminds me of this. And you yeah. can see all about this. I found it. It's called Empire of Dreams, the story of the Star Wars trilogy. It's a two-and-a-half-hour documentary. And it's all on YouTube, right? If you type in Star Wars documentary, it's the first thing that pops up. I highly recommend you check it out. Um, but man, we've got so much new stuff. We've got new pop figures, and I'm, I'm a sucker for pop figures. Yeah, I love the pop figures. I've got figures. them all over my classroom. Yeah. Uh, they have a Mandalorian-specific one. Yes. Kyle the Mandalorian. Kyle the right? Mandalorian. He's got his own and pop figure. if you figure. look carefully on the pop figure, it does say Kyle. Yeah, you got to read. It's gotta, like on the fine print in the back. Yeah, it's you know. actually on the bottom, yeah, and right. I, it looks like it's written in Sharpie by me, but yeah. yes, it says Kyle. Yeah, right? Uh, and interestingly enough, all of these products they're putting out have this really retro feel. The boxing, the packaging, yes. the fonts, it's all like a 1970s, 1980s. I uh, when I saw them, I thought they were original, uh, like from the seventies merchandise. Until okay. I realized, oh, that's Kyle the Mandalorian. That's that Kyle be, the Mandalorian. That can't be from the seventies. Uh, the other interesting one I saw was there is a three PO from uh, the new Star Wars coming out, and he's got a crossbow and Chewie's ammo sash included oh. with him. Oh, so you no. got to wonder what we're going to see. He also doesn't have the red arm anymore. Okay. They got rid of the red arm. So I was, I was very easily able to recognize him, which is always good. Yes. So do, do you, what was the red arm? Was it just a replacement part? I would assume you, you know, that was one of those things that I thought that maybe in episode eight, we'd get a little more we'd clarity find out on about? But like many things in that movie, we did not. <laughs> Life goes on. <laughs> they, just, they just touch on him, but don't tell you anything yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, we also have, what else we have? We have Kylo with his repaired helmet, right? We see those shots in, yes. in the trailer of him repairing his helmet and he's got this stunning new cape it looks delightful it's very daring dashing on him it's like more flowy than his former cape it looks more uh, supreme leader-esque if there's anything that I learned from cartoons um, 
what is the Pixar, the superhero, the the family of superheroes? Oh, it's The Incredibles. The Incredibles. If there's anything I learned from The Incredibles, capes are always bad. That's right. Yeah, you don't want a cape. Right? <laughs> no capes. capes will be, What's will her name? Edna. Yeah, Edna. I forget what her, Aunt Edna they call her or whatever. But yeah, yeah, she she won't make any more capes. Edna Mode. There you Edna go. Mode. Yeah. Oh, she's excellent. Yeah. So. Um, so that's going to, that's going to turn out poorly for him. Clearly, uh, we have, we have figures of the Knights of Ren. Nice. We have not seen the Knights of Ren since episode six, seven, episode seven. Right. And I'm really glad we might get to see a little more of them. The thing I thought was interesting about them is they don't have lightsabers. Okay. Their, their action figures have like axes and like cleavers and butcher knives and stuff. It's kind of strange. Very interesting. We see Ray with her blue lightsaber, which we know exploded in the last episode. Right. So. I, I'd imagine we'll see her repair it, maybe. Maybe she know. sends it, she sends it to lightsabers R us repairs. That's true, right? It's the uh, she called she called uh, tech support. Tech support. They asked yeah. her. They have they you said, turned it on you, and off again? Yeah. Did you unplug it? Plug it back in? Right. Did is you, it plugged uh, in in the first place? Is it place, plugged right? in in the first? No, place? it's not because it's a lightsaber. Um, it's it's Kyber have, powered. Do you still have the the crystal inside? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Make yeah. sure that's still there. Yeah. Well, well, I don't know. It blew up. You gotta imagine the the crystal blew up. I don't know. I don't know. And we do get to see some Jedi. Fallen Order toys, right? So nice. for, for those video game players out there, we've got a new Star Wars video coming game coming out. Jedi Fallen Order coming November 15th. It looks awesome. Looks awesome. I'm really stoked about it. There's a new trailer out for it. It takes place between the time of Episode 3 and Episode 4. You play a Jedi who is on the run from the Empire after Order 66. A Jedi Padawan. Okay. So like a young kid who is probably so training you, at so the you temple. you got to train and you got to learn. That's pretty you cool. you got to get yourself, level your character up better. Good. Yeah, so that's coming November 15th. Uh, and then finally, wow, we're, we're already well into an hour territory well here. Hour. Look at us. We did want to end our podcast a little with telling you a little bit about some some little talking venture about, we've had. Talking about vintage. Yeah, we, we're, uh, we just talked about vintage toys. We talked about OG stuff. We're throwing it way back. Way, way back to 2003. Oh, yeah. There was a, a game, and they don't make games like this anymore. The M-M-O-R-P... G. Uh, every, uh, G, every yeah. other letter in the alphabet. A, B, C, D, M, The multi-million yeah. player games where you had your one character living in the world and you could do whatever you want with it to, to make it more powerful however you want to. Yeah. Star Wars had their own. In 2003, it came out. It was called Star Wars Galaxies. Even before the biggest of the MMOs, World of Warcraft, which came out in like 2004, 2005, right. we had our Star Wars Galaxies. And I never played it growing up. I, I didn't really get into like... PC games until later, but you played it when it was live, right? I played it when it was live, and it was amazing. Yeah, so um, it's, it's I'm amazed. having Now, we're, we just started playing this again, so, so you he can started play it playing again. it again. Uh, spoiler alert, you can play it again. Yeah. And we'll um, get into that. It's, it's not on live servers, but you can find it, and I had never played it when it was live, and I am, having played World of Warcraft before, a lot, I'm amazed this game so did so, so poorly. Yeah. Because it is the coolest game Ever, man. It's so interesting. It's the awesome. graphics are terrible. But it's 2003 it, you got to remember, it's 2003. Right. So it's 2019 now, 16 yeah. years. But... 16 years old game that we're, we're playing again now. Yeah. So. But here's a game where you can literally make a character and never once kill an enemy. Yep. And still play the game. And still. And contribute. And play play for hours. Yeah. And contribute. You can contribute to the, to the world more than you could if you were a fighter. Yeah, absolutely. So, like you can you can go in and like you can you can become a doctor, you can become a cook. There you it's like a real world. And it's, it's a, yeah. the coolest sort of concept for a game that I'm amazed didn't take off. 
so when it when it was live, there were hundreds of people on servers, and it was awesome because. Did we mention the name of the game yet? Star, yeah, Star Wars Galaxy. Okay, just making yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, so Star Wars Galaxy is the game uh, again, and uh, so you have multiple professions that you can be, and not one of them, not one of them is Jedi. No, yeah. So you're, you're talking Star Wars without Jedi's? What? What are you talking about? Well, it takes place uh, in between Empire and before uh, Return of the Jedi, so it takes place in that in that window there. So. At that time, there's no real Jedi's. You have Luke, you have Obi Wan. That's it. Yeah. Um, so there's no. And Jedi's at that point, Obi Wan had already become one with the Force. So right. really, you just got Luke out so there running really around. So really, you just have Luke at that point. So you're not going to have that we know of. That we know. That's of. the point, right? That's, it's a yes. huge galaxy. And yes, and and that's the point of the game as well. Was there were no Jedi wasn't a starting profession at the time. Now you could, if you played it a lot and worked really hard, you could eventually get to Jedi, which was the the big draw of the game was like, I'm going to get a Jedi character. So when it first started, it had this uh, this uh, profession box, uh, mystery profession box type of thing. So there was, I think, 32 different total professions in the game. It's so, so complicated. So complicated. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm just scratching the surface now. Yeah. It's crazy. So between all of these professions, each time you when you signed on... It would give you some magical, you didn't know what it was, five professions that you had to master. And when you magically mastered these five professions, um, you would get a, 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 an update that you can now create a Force-sensitive character. Yeah, so you, there's no way to, all right, I'm going to just grind out this experience and become a Jedi. No, you have to literally just play the game. You have to keep playing. And maybe someday... You'll unlock it, and just like in the universe, right? The, the force is supposed to find you. It's right. not something you can just unlock. Now, the unfortunate bit is they changed the game. Didn't they changed they? the game about three or four years into it. They changed the game because, uh, well, they changed it twice. First, they had the force sensitive, uh, the the box version of trying to become a Jedi, which there were then occasional Jedi's. And I remember the first time I ran into a, a person who was a Jedi. It was the most amazing thing in the world. I was like, oh my gosh, you're an actual Jedi. Uh, then they changed it a little bit after that. To become a Jedi, you then had to run Jedi missions. Right. So you had to go out to one of the planets and find the Jedi Temple. You had to get accepted into the Jedi Temple, which was a whole process. You couldn't have you know, bad standings with all these different people. As one would expect. As one would expect. And then you, uh, after that, then you had to run all these Jedi missions, which there were dozens, if not hundreds, of Jedi missions that you had to run before they finally allowed you to open up a Jedi. So then it became easier, but still extremely difficult. And then about four years in, they changed everything. So then you could just decide, I'm going to be a Jedi. I'm going to be a Jedi. And you pick Jedi. Jedi was a start. Super profession. lame. Super lame. And I, 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 again, I wasn't playing them, but from what I understand, that was kind of the beginning of the end for that yeah, game. Because they, they wanted to make it, uh, because there were other, World of at Warcraft. this point, there was World of Warcraft, which was all about just fighting, basically. Yep. Like, just going out doing missions that were all beat up, kill people. Um, and there were other now Star Wars video games coming out that were just Jedi, Jedi. games. Yeah. So they were losing the younger crowd Who because wanted to be with space they just wizards. wanted to be Jedis. They yeah. just wanted to run around with a lightsaber. And can you blame them? I, mean, I can't really blame them. I want to be a Jedi. I want to be a Jedi. Years old. Right, but the hardcore fans that were playing it that were knew what it was, 
maybe those people were just getting tired of playing it because, you know, you're talking three, four years. How many people play a game for that many years straight? So I, I get it. They were losing the people who they originally built the game for, so they thought that they could remake the game for a new crowd of people who just wanted Jedis. Right. But then when you went back into the game, because you could keep getting every once in a while, like I don't remember how many months you had to wait, but you could get another like one-month free subscription into it. So you would go back, and you would walk around the big cities, and there was just hundreds of Jedis just running around having lightsaber battles right yeah. in the middle of the city. That's that's lame. That's not Which Star it Wars. Wasn't, that's it wasn't not that time not that era. Yeah, Wars, not that era. So, so this this new sort of venture is was their way to try and preserve the old game, right? Uh, and it's pretty cool. We've met some interesting people. Uh, we've had a good time. Uh, so now, people, programmers, a lot of programmers, a lot of fans of the original game, they said we're going to bring it back. Sony then eventually it was made by Sony. Sony then eventually abandoned the whole thing, canceled all the all. Yeah, there the were no servers. servers. It was no, like you just could not play it. No Sony servers anymore. So then people were going and they were rebuilding the game themselves. Yep. Going in through the lines and lines of code, the millions of lines of code, rebuilding it, rewriting it themselves so that they could make their own servers. So now there's a, there's a good handful of. I think our server has like 150 people on it. I yeah. Think I saw of of player-made servers now. So if you like this idea of a Star Wars game where you can just be a citizen in the galaxy. Yeah, literally you can move into a city, you build a house, decorate your house. A player city, <laughs> not even just like Theed. You can make no. your own city right yeah. outside Become of a Theed, politician, run for mayor. Run for mayor, build your own house, build your own city. It's like a, Second Life. Remember in the office when, yeah, when uh, Dwight has his Second, second Life? life yeah. right, this is the second Second Life it's, in a galaxy so, far, far so away. So what are you in Second Life? Well, I'm just like me, except I fly. That's right. Yeah, so, uh, okay. Well, what are you, Jim? I look just like me, but I play a guitar. You've got a guitar on your back. Yeah. I want more Philly Jim. <laughs> I want more Philly Jim. <laughs> anyway. Wow, we... So it's... We're on a server right now called Sunrunner 2. So if you want to check it out, we're not getting paid for this or anything this like that. This is not that. a paid endorsement. This is not a paid endorsement. What we up, just nerd? like playing it. It's a lot of fun. If if an old school Star Wars game where you just want to be a part of a galaxy of Star Wars and you just want to be in it, check out Sunrunner 2. The server seems very stable so far. We've been playing Lots of friendly people. A lot of friendly people. Yeah. Uh, originally, when when the people started taking over and just making their own, the servers were crashing all the time. They didn't have all the things loaded. This game is like ninety nine percent complete. Like it's awesome. There's a lot of stuff in it. Yeah, and it's a nice, solid server. It's awesome. So check out Sunrunner. If you too. if you're really into sixteen year old games, yes, uh, and you wanna you have some spare time, check it out. Come. Come, you know, kill some some leku leku with some us. Leku -leku with well, us. Wait, what were we killing last night? Bully, Bully balls. balls, right? And uh, fambas. 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 Yeah. Where we hang out a lot on uh, on Naboo. Yeah. So if you want to come, we kill a lot of gungans. You know, we we feel like we're doing our part as Star Wars fans by yes. killing as many gungans as we can. And you can meet, you can actually meet um, characters from Star Wars. There's all these different missions. If you want to be an Imperial, you can you can run into Darth Vader. I need to rename my character now, Kyle. Kyle, make him, make yes. him a bounty well, hunter. Well, you need you can have three characters, so your third character can, can be, be Kyle. Kyle, Kyle yes. the bounty hunter. Kyle the bounty hunter. Oh, but oh, my first character awesome. we're going is bounty hunter. That's oh, all right. We'll figure that's it all right. out. We'll figure it out. All right. So we've been talking for a while. A long we time. have finished our drinks a long time. just we about. Have finished our, our We we made drinks. it through somehow. Hold on. There's some dregs left. Here we go. Ready? I have a weird film on the inside of my mouth. I spilled now. it again. Mm -hmm. Man, that's tough. We're drinking about a mason jars. mason jars again. Um, but yeah, that's our that's episode two. 
Episode two, Episode Attack two. of the Kyle the Attack Mandalorian. Attack of Kyle. Attack of Kyle the Mandalorian. Yep. Um, again, I would urge you all to follow us on Instagram at Bantha Milk Podcast, to follow Podcast. us on Twitter at Bantha Milk, to follow us on Facebook at Bantha Milk Podcast yet again. If you heard anything today and you want to either comment on right. it or call us out on how terrible our knowledge of Star Wars <laughs> is, our facts are or, wrong. Else, or else you have any theories about <laughs> Kyle the Mandalorian yourself, please send us an email. We are podcast at gmail.com. Um, and we're happy to chat. If you have any drink recommendations, hopefully ones that don't include Midori. Uh, yes. Um, Midori list drinks, that, please. That are Star Wars themed. Shoot them our way. We will give you a shout out on here. Yep. Please tell your friends. We want to get more people listening to yes. our banter. Bantha. All uh, that banter. Bascar. And Bantha Milk. And Bantha Milk. The Mandalorian podcast where we uh, we have a good time. We do have a good time. All right, so, y'all. Until next time. Until next time, which should be pretty soon. We're gonna we're getting into the time now that uh, it's almost on. So almost, hopefully yeah. we'll be getting into a weekly thing. Yes. But we should we're shooting for at least one or two more before the launch. So until next time, we're have a out. wonderful. Yes. May the force be with you. And can also I say with that? you. I think you can. Okay. Well, we just did. All right. Later. Later.